Did you, uh, did you get right into your place? Nope. You? Nada. Like, not a drop. Remember yesterday when I said that some of us were going to be left horribly wanting on this very pin pod? It's me. Hi. Well, howdy, friends, and a very good Tuesday morning to you. Thanks for stopping by on this 26th day of September for your Pinpoint Podcast. Alongside with me is Kaylee Thomas. Let's dive into a post-rain forecast and see what's ahead. But before we do that, let's talk about yesterday because, yeah, some of us got in on some very healthy rain that is going to etch away at the drought conditions. Now, the good news is where we did see rain. In order for our drought monitor to come out on Thursdays, The measurements, the observations, and everything we need to put it together, it gets taken at 7 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So all the rain that fell, at least in parts of the area, on Sunday, and then again on Monday, will go into this week's drought monitor. And I think that you will see pockets of improvements, just again, not for everybody. Like Brian at College Station, who only picked up one hundredth of an inch of rain. In fact, as of right now, this is the fourth driest September we've ever experienced in 141 years. But then you've got places like Milam County, where on Sunday night specifically, they picked up as much as one to three inches of rain on the west side of the county. You've got the Navasota area that saw flooding Monday after one to three and a half inches of rain fell in less than an hour's time. All great and good, but with the drought soils that we have that just can't really seep in that rainfall, there was a lot of runoff, and that's what caused the flooding that we did have. Portions of Madison and Grimes County picked up anywhere from half to an inch of rain. Parts of Walker and Montgomery County picked up two and a half inches of rain in some spots. We've got all the rainfall data that we collected over the past two days, and we've put it up on the homepage of kbtx.com, as well as in your KBTX Pinpoint Weather app. Well, we all know the saying, consistency is key, and the next seven to ten days are taking that pretty seriously. We'll wake up low to mid-70s, maybe a few of us a little bit cooler here and there, and then we spend our afternoons in the mid and upper 90s. And now while this is consistent, it's consistently above where we should be for this time of the year. On average, as we close out the month of September, we should be waking up in the mid and upper 60s and spending our afternoons in the upper 80s. The one thing I guess you can say that's not quite so consistent are some rainfall chances. We'll work in, say, 20% for your Tuesday and your Wednesday. We're not looking at the coverage or intensity like what we saw on your Monday, but small spotty showers as that stalled frontal boundary still sits down to our south, so that could pick up a little bit of shower activity. We'll keep, say, a 10% chance for your Friday in as well. Then as we head into the weekend and early next week, It's that consistent copy and paste kind of forecast with no rain chances in sight. Hey, one last thing. This is kind of cool. According to BirdCast, which tracks bird migrations both in the winter and the spring, there was an estimated 345 million birds on the move across the United States, with a high concentration of that happening over the state of Texas. In fact, when you looked at the radar screen last night, you could see these returns generally along the I-35 corridor, because that's where you have radar sites like in Dallas and over at Fort Cavazos and down towards San Antonio as well. But you could see these radar returns moving from the northeast down to the south and southwest. It wasn't rain, but it was the birds being picked up by our radar beam. Kind of cool, right? Tonight, the concentration won't be as high, but we still have a lot of birds flying over the Lone Star State. 
It's a good reminder to turn those outdoor lights off if you can safely as we get into the evening hours, mainly because those lights can confuse birds or cause them to run into things like buildings when they're passing through big cities and whatnot. So in order to help our feathered friends get down to where they need to go for their winter vacation, if you can, again, turn off those outdoor lights here for the next couple of nights. Well, while you may be thinking, man, this forecast is for the birds, we at least do appreciate you spending a little bit of time on your Tuesday with us. For meteorologist Shell Winkley, I'm Kaylee Thomas, and we will catch you on the next one.